everybody. Happy Wednesday and welcome back to That's the Point podcast. We missed you. We missed you. (laughs) Today is going to be a great episode because we really switched things up. We are actually recording at my house. We are. In your living room. In my living room, on my couch. It's extra cozy today. If you guys are not a part of our Patreon We're not even trying to plug our Patreon right now. I'm just trying to tell you we have been having some audio issues. And since Patreon gets our fully unedited podcast episodes, they know we get some like crispy static in the mic sometimes. Exactly. So we were like, okay, let's try it at my house because we thought that John's apartment might be having some interference with the sound, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, it's kind of fun to switch it up. It is. It's fun. A new environment. It was nice to just like get ready and then I didn't even have to go anywhere. Yeah. And it was nice for me because I could just come on time. (laughs) (laughs) And you were on time. I was. And were you ready? And I was ready. You were. She was ready. Oh my gosh. So I told Kristen, I said, we should do it here every week because then I can control when we start, you know? The only reason we don't do it at my house is because James, you know, he'd be in here tearing up all the cords everybody would love that honestly it would cause an extra layer of chaos Chaos. but it would be fun (laughs) but no this is actually cozy and this is comfy i honestly feel like way more like chill right now yeah because we're just like on the couch drinking a cup of coffee but honestly it is kind of weirding me out that we're not at our normal (laughs) circular table i know you know yeah this is the first time ever and how many episodes have we done this is episode i mean 20 close i don't know my gosh john we made it my gosh chris we made it well guys today we are going to be diving in all into my birth plans what birth is coming (laughs) birth is coming it is this baby girl is coming it's right around the corner it really feels like it's right around the corner for the first time ever like i'm like you're gonna have this baby girl in like a few minutes it feels i know i keep reminding myself my due date is actually february 24th i don't know if i've shared my exact due date yet my due date is february 24th and that is like about a month away. Wait, I think it's exactly a month away. No, you're wrong. Oh, I don't even know what day it is today. I know. It's okay. Keep okay. going. Anyways, <laughs> it's a few weeks, guys. It's a it's few, a few weeks. weeks. But didn't you have James like a week or two early? We'll get into all of that. Okay. Okay. I have a lot of tea, birth tea to share with them. Oh, gosh. I do not Red want no birth leaf. tea. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? I was... Before I came over here, I went to church this morning. Did you go to church this morning, Chris? Oh my gosh, I did not go to church. Oh, and I didn't even think about it until just now. Don't I act promise. surprised. Uh huh. I anyway, am shocked. You like to put me on blast when I don't go, so here's a little blast. Okay, blast. Okay, blast off. So I, after church, I went to this restaurant. Guess what it was called? I have no idea. Big Brad Brad. Big Bad Breakfast <laughs> is what it was called. Oh, I hate that place. You do? <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a lot of trauma with that place. What? On the mugs, it says Mm -hmm. breakfast, lunch, and cocktails. I was like, wow, this is kind of a bad place. They stole your idea. I know. They stole my bad Brad's idea. Do you want to hear my beef with big bad breakfast? (laughs) What? (laughs) Big bad breakfast. Marcus was like, we have to try this place, Big Bad Breakfast. I'm like, just from the name, I do never, I never, oh, here we go again. Shut up. (laughs) 
Marcus kept being like, let's just go. Let's just try it. And I'm always like, no, no, no. And then Marcus went by himself and he was like, you're right. It wasn't very good. Really? I you had, liked it? I had the big bad skillet and it was bad to the bone good. Okay, wait. I love a skillet. Yeah, it was really good. Like you would actually like vibe? it. Yeah. And then they gave me their big fried hash pancake with it. I was like, oh my yum. The fact that big has to go in front of every item <laughs> just cringes my soul. And I had a big cup of coffee. I'm sure you did. Yeah, it was great. But, oh, actually, and as I was leaving, someone yelled from across the restaurant, I love the podcast. Stop. And I looked back and I said, what? Well, we're at bad, big, bad breakfast. That's appropriate. John is looking at his notes to remember what it was called. I can't remember the name because I wanted to say big, bad. No, I want to say bad brads. <laughs> Any word starting with B is now exiled from the rest it's of this It's a big, episode. bad podcast today. So anyways, I just had to throw that in there. Well, the reason I didn't go to church today was because Marcus bought these tickets to this. I don't even know what it is. It's like this big. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Big is our new word. That it's we're a big canceled. old big bad boy. Well, it is big dinosaurs. <laughs> it's like dinosaur excavation. Excavation. What is that? Word? Ex Exhibition. Exhibition. You got it, girl. In Nashville. So he took James to that because Marcus has been out of town all week. And so I was like, you take James, have a little fun day, even though this was planned a while ago. But that's why we didn't go to church today. Anyways. Dino's over the church vibe, you yeah, know? Yeah, he was sending me um, videos of him and James and my mom and dad actually went to because Marcus got them tickets. That's sweet. And he was sending me videos of James looking at all the dinosaurs. It's like one of those um, robo mechanic where all the dinosaurs are oh, like yeah. in the arena. Marcus always does stuff like that with James. Like he took him to the monster truck thing the other week. That's right. He, it's so cute that he likes to like plan things like that with James. Well, and James is getting to the age where he like really enjoys it and he's not just a baby anymore. He can yeah. kind of understand what's going on. It's really cute. So that's where they're at right now. And I was like, I'm just going to stay home, record a little podcast and, uh, clean up the house a little bit i have to say i wanted to wait till the podcast started okay. when i was setting everything up i was asking you for a lighter and you know all this stuff just to get going mm -hmm. your house is always organized it is like a crazy person came in from netflix and reorganized your entire house <laughs> yeah it's called nesting you me. really yeah yeah but like your junk drawer is not a junk drawer that's an organized drawer with pens and I, matches i actually and did that this week i've gone through and done all of the little organizational things like you know like all the places that you never really want to touch and no i can tell everywhere i've looked at you i'm know. like yep lighter to the top left part of the junk drawer i was like, like okay. wow miss know-it-all yeah i have really been in my nesting phase and it's just gonna get more and more it really is chris and i feel like a little bit self-conscious because i feel like this angle patreon is seeing like anytime <laughs> i laugh my belly is like santa it's like ooh, i know ooh. i keep thinking i wonder what i look like right now do i just look you're like just a like, slob you're kebab fiddling your foot on my coffee table i know it's kind of triggering me sorry sorry i'll stop fiddling yeah but anyways Marcus was gone all week. I was a single mother. You came over to me and Emily's house a bit. 
I was pestering. Emily and I house. Oh, how do Emily I say and I house. Emily and my house. I don't know. Anyway, I was on. pestering John. I was like, so you want to <laughs> No, you were No, you I weren't. did feel like it a little bit. No, long. but Chris did like every few hours, like, what are you and Emily doing? What are you guys doing? I like come over for dinner. So she came for dinner. But what did you make? Oh, of course, the banana bread. She made the banana bread for the third time. And then last night I made it for the fourth time, Kristen. It's getting ridiculous. It's getting ridiculous. It's our new Culver's. And we went to Culver's last night for dinner, and then I came, right? We did. We went to Culver's last night for dinner with Emily and my friend Lindsay, who's in town, and James. And then I went mm-hmm. back to my house, and I made the banana bread. It's an addiction. Kristen finally gave us the banana bread recipe on Patreon. Another unintentional plug, but it's on yeah. there. Honestly, our Patreon is popping. Pop so it's, off Patreon. It's just going to be talked about. Yeah, and it's a big, bad Patreon vibe. Big, bad Patreon. Make sure to subscribe. Um, Anyways, I feel so blessed because I have my mom and dad who live here and they're just so helpful with James. And my mom quite literally cannot go a day without seeing James. Mm -hmm. So she comes over. She helps me so much while I have to work. And I I just have to say. Say it. Say it. Oh, sorry. She burped. I had a little indigestion. (laughs) Pregnancy indigestion, Chris? (laughs) I couldn't be, I couldn't be the home wife. (laughs) What did we call it? The homemaker, trad, full-time CEO, business owner that I am without the help of my mom. Author, podcaster, YouTuber, TikToker. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, TikToker. (laughs) Um... No, I just have to say my mom helps me helps us so much and I, I just have to give her I always need to give Cece a shout out because she's just so hands on and I know that a lot of people aren't lucky enough to have parents eat close by or parents that like really want to help out with yeah, their grandkids. It is a blessing. You gotta say Cece's on another level. No, Cece's unreal. Like she is the number one grandparent that doesn't wanna be with her kids. She and have she no fun with the dog. She don't care about nobody except her grandbabies. She don't care about no one but James. And it's, she's just so helpful. And it's been um, a hectic few weeks because I'm trying to get all of my work done. Before this baby comes, I really wanted to get all of my work done that I needed to get filmed before February. <coughs> okay. Sorry. And so... Um, I've just been like working really like all day filming and doing stuff like that. Which we been- know Reverend mother. We are supporting you on and your Instagram. Thank you. I know there's been an influx of brand deals, but I wanted to actually chat about that. Oh, please. We're all dying to hear. I think you are. <laughs> Do you even know how a brand deal works? Honestly, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I think people do care. Uh, I think you'd be surprised at how many people don't care how it works. I think you'd be surprised about how many people do care. (laughs) Okay. Well, just chat. Go on. Okay. I think that people, I think it's changed a lot. (laughs) The influencer space. People are aware. They know what a brand deal is. They know when an influencer is posting an ad. Duh. But 10 years ago when I started, it wasn't like that, John. Right. I know. Okay. So anyways, tell us something I do know. Well, okay. For example, (laughs) brands need their content posted usually by the end of the month. So say 
So say a brand, let's just say Culver's because okay. it's a dream. Mm-hmm. Let's just say Culver's reached out to me and, you know, they give you the brand deal. They, they give you the rate that they're going to pay you. And then they say, and we need this posted by this time. A lot of the times approvals from the brand, once you send them your content takes a long time. So at the end of the month, it can feel like there's a high influx of brand deals needing to be posted because a lot of brands wait till the end of the month to give you the approval. So if I've worked really hard to try to spread out brand deals throughout the month, sometimes it's not up to me to be able to like post like one or two a week. Like sometimes I do have to post them back to back, which I don't love doing. And that's okay. We support you regardless. (sighs) That was a mouthful. It was. How many weeks are you right now? I'm I'm 36. Uh, I'm I'm 36. I'm 36. You got it. I got this. Exactly. So I really do genuinely, I'm not trying to like hype myself up, but I try to post so much organic content. You really do though. I really do. I I feel I feel like confident to say that. Yeah. I feel like you, you post maybe one fourth sponsored or less compared to three fourths plus of your life. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the photos you posted that I took of you guys this week. The black People and white. I love those photos. I, know those I are, was so happy that I posted those. Those photos feel like like oh, history. Dreamy. Yeah. History. Like, <laughs> history. Those are historic photos. Yeah, they feel like they're on your property, first of all. So they just feel kind of like trad vibes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And I haven't done any more research into what a trad wife is. I know. It's kind of fun. Maybe our merch will be trad. Trad wife. I couldn't wear Trad it, wife vibes. No, that, that would never happen. Okay. I also wanted to uh, ask you, this isn't a life update, but do you know what internet literacy is? Gosh, no. It's basically just being aware of like how the internet works. Mm-hmm. I really started stressing out this week because my mom has proven to me on two separate occasions of how little internet literacy she has. So I wanted to tell you about one example. Okay. (laughs) You posted on the podcast Instagram, like a funny video of that guy who was like, it was basically just a meme of him being saying big words and expecting an applause. And you're like, so Kristen on the podcast. Yeah. Did you think that was funny at all? Or were you like, that is so dumb because I know you don't like I thought it was funny. Rare. I thought it was funny. But I was like, I hope they all know John posted this because this is a very millennial thing to post. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. No, but my mom goes, that video that that guy made of for your podcast was so funny. I'm like, mom. (laughs) No, she did not. She thought that that man had made that video specifically (laughs) for us talking about our podcast. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. I was like, mom. No, that's just a video that that man made that John reposted because he thought it related to the podcast. And she was like, wait, I thought he was like saying that you had said that word on the podcast. Well, I was like, oh. I started freaking out. I was like, you don't know how the Internet works. Oh, yeah. So what did you call it? Internet illiteracy? Internet literacy. Did you make that term up? No, I actually learned that in high school. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And then you want to know another one she said that made me realize she doesn't know? What? She goes, Kristen, their Instagram. Oh, no. She goes. Start over. Okay. (laughs) She goes, you you got an ad for your podcast Instagram. What? And I was like, what? And she 
she pulled it up and it was just, you know, Instagram puts ads in between posts. Right. And she thought that we had posted an ad. I'm like, oh my gosh, mom. I'm like, mom, you're starting to really stress me out. Uh, well, she is the best. And that's all she I have to say. She is the best, but I'm like, I don't think you think about how many things she sees online that is not what it really is. And it's what, like, you know, she's like messing it up in her brain. Internet literacy. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Mm hmm. And it just reminded me, it's like so sad, all of these scams that are online and like these older people are getting scammed out of their life savings because they don't have internet literacy. I know. I love that you're talking about it. So like, <laughs> it's like such a normal term. What if it's not even the right term? I just pulled it out I know, of I my love brain. It. Of internet a back, literacy. Back part of my brain. Wow. Yeah. I just think we all need our parents collectively to go to an internet literacy class. Honestly, true. Because they don't understand it. Yeah. Question. This is so random. I just thought about this. You're going to hate this question, I feel like. Okay. If you had to choose someone to play you and your life story in a movie, who would play you? She hates it. Who would you choose? Julia Roberts, my queen. <gasps> really? I just love her. Yeah, and you kind of have Julia Roberts But vibes. I'm not iconic enough to be played by Julia Roberts true maybe in my future i will be yeah yeah but it doesn't matter about you know she's just someone that i think is like so cute and happy you want to ask me mine i already know who macklemore <gasps> you know what's so funny i was gonna say brad pitt just to be silly but i was gonna say macklemore because everyone says i look like macklemore do you think that's true it's a hundred percent true it's your doppelganger you know one time I was in um, Denver, Colorado, and I was coming out of a dinner, and this guy was a very put-together guy. Like, it was a nice restaurant. He was outside, and he was either high out of his mind or drunk, and he starts screaming, Macklemore! And he comes and gives me a hug. I can't believe this. I love you. Pop some tags. $20 in my pocket. I was like, oh my gosh, dude, I'm not Macklemore. You have the same complexion as Macklemore. Yeah, yeah. Would you say I'm a redhead? What do you, I think I'm more blonde, like with Auburn ish, like I'm strawberry blonde. Yeah. But I think some people to simplify just would say red. Yeah. Especially cause my beard's Your a little red. Your beard is the red, redder part. Like if you didn't have a red, reddish beard, like yeah. if you just saw your hair color, I would, I wouldn't say redhead, but your complexion gives you more redhead vibes. Yeah. I'm like, I'm fair skin. You're fair skin with a pink undertone. Yeah, exactly. Ashkenazi vibes. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I had one more thing to say Please and I'm realizing do. that these aren't really life updates, but it's a convo. Keep it going. It's just the conversation of today. Yeah. Um, people are really liking to use my outs against me. <gasps> what? <laughs> Like, you know, our list of outs and ins for 2024. They were iconic, of course. Well, now, anytime I do one of my outs, I get messages being like, I thought that was out. So I if know. I wear mascara, wait, I thought mascara was out. I know. If I said era the other day. <laughs> I said that, though, not you. <laughs> no, I did. On my close, on my like besties chat on my Instagram, I said James is in a major puzzle era. And then so many people were like, you said era was an no, out. No, but didn't I say saying eras was out? I said that. You didn't. So they all need to chill, but also someone, I got a checkered mug from Lexi for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And remember how I said checkered? And, and you were and, using it. Yeah. And everyone's like, John, why are you drinking out of a checkered mug? It's out. Like you can't use our outs against us. No, because, that's wrong. Because yes, they're out to us, but 
Like mascara isn't like something I will never wear again. They're not going to be ejected from the world for forever for in our lives. It takes time. It takes time. <laughs> A slow ejection. Yes. And I don't know. I think just reminding people of their outs is out. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to be reminded of my outs because sometimes one of my outs is still in for a random reason. Exactly. Yeah. So like an old in that's now an out can be in again, but only for a second, but it's still out to me. So. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Man, sorry. I had to turn on the Reverend for a second. Well, that's all my life updates. Yeah. I gave mine too. Between the banana bread, going to Culver's last night, having big bad breakfast wow all yours skillets. were food related yeah actually I love that also we went to walmart um <laughs> after culver's last night and uh james was in his pajamas and he had ice cream at culver's and he had his blue sprinkles all over him oh my gosh he really has uh and, never looked more ragged and we all kind of split up because we all needed to get things there were four of us there plus james and I go and find Kristen, and Kristen is just walking. <laughs> I'm in my pajamas. <laughs> she's in her sweatpants, oversized sweatshirt. She's walking kind of like dead, holding the cart. Hobbling, because at yeah, the end of the day, hobbling. my groins cannot James hold me James is up. just grabbing all these toys, and Kristen's just pulling the cart, looking into the <laughs> abyss, and I'm like, Kristen, let's go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh my I guess gosh. a week being a single mother, you were exhausted. A single mom who works two who jobs, who loves her kids and never stops. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's rare to get a little song from you. That was great. I just wanted to bless them. Is that Carrie Underwood? Reba. Oh, Reba. I should know that. I'm in Nashville now. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, at the end of the day, I feel like pretty run down. Yeah, we just, point. all of us at That's the Point podcast, we want to say God bless you, Chris, in these last few weeks, you know? Honestly, yeah. God bless any woman in her ninth month. God bless. Um, but John was like, oh, I'm so tired last night at Walmart. I was like, don't say you're tired. So she actually me. got triggered. It wasn't just like, I just said it kind of subconsciously like, oh, I'm tired. Like I had a tiring day. It's relative to me and I can still be tired from my day though, Kristen. And Kristen looks at me and she goes, do not <laughs> tell me you are tired. And I was like. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, sorry. I'm like, I'm not as tired as you clearly, but it was a long week. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, something I learned, something Lexi actually told me during the accident, like when we were recovering from our bike accident, which should we do an episode about that? Yeah. I feel like you've kind of hit on it a few times, but I think <laughs> we should have Marcus on and do one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that'd be good. That'd be good. Um, I, Lexi was like, okay, I read something that said, that you cannot complain when someone's in like a really hard situation. There's like circles that that you can that you can complain to. So don't complain to the person that's like struggling the most about something like that's not that much of a struggle. And then but then you can you, I don't, you I don't know remember what? cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely leave that in. <laughs> basically, basically it's like don't complain to the person that's actually struggling or going through something traumatic about something simple and don't complain to the person that's like taking care of them. So it was like Lexi was like I'm not going to come to you and say I had a bad night's sleep last night when you're literally bedridden and your leg is in a million pieces. You know what I'm saying? Right. But she's like, I can complain that I had a bad night's sleep to Cody right. because he's not in the situation. She's like, I also can't complain <laughs> to your mom about that because your mom is directly taking care of you. 
You know what right, I'm saying? Right, 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 right. So like you're saying what levels. I did last night, saying I was tired. I was completely out of line. Like as a bachelor who only has to worry about yourself. Okay. Don't complain to the 36 week pregnant single mother at Walmart. I wasn't complaining. I simply just said, oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> no, I, and then remember, I was like, sorry, John, you're allowed to be tired. Remember? Yeah, you did. Uh-huh. But you're still saying to me, I shouldn't have said that to you? No, I'm just more so making the point, if you have someone going through something very traumatic in their life, okay, okay. not even related to what I'm talking uh, okay, about Okay, right okay, that's fine. That's just, a, that's just another fun fact. That's a fun point. That's the point. Just like, don't do that to them. You know, we just love making points. Yeah, it's a good point, Chris. Thank you for telling us all of that. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Let's talk about my birth plan. Yeah, so let's jump into today. I don't know. I am so excited because as a guy, um, I have been to a few births, surprisingly. Just friends, you know, have wanted me to photograph certain things, you know, whatever. But I have no idea what goes into a birth plan, all the stuff you're going through, about to go through. So walk me through it and let everyone know what your birth plan is and what the deal is. I actually don't have a very intensive birth plan like some women like right out they have like a hundred things that Mm -hmm. they want specifically um mine's like very rudimentary what does that mean (laughs) (laughs) you're kidding right no rudimentary Kristen. that wasn't even something i was trying to like impress you with okay well what the heck is rudimentary it's like very like baseline like basic rudimentary entry level Wow. Oh, John. I did not know what rudimentary was. You've never heard someone say that? Never in my life, swear. Scott's honor. Okay. Continue. Okay. Someone said I need to start doing word of the week and educating everyone. Is that it? No. Okay. That can be this word of the week, and then I'll start bringing some to the table. Okay. (laughs) So I did, I do have like a little birth plan, and it's pretty easy to understand. Oh, Okay, don't belittle me. Go on. Um, she just winked at me. Easy <laughs> to understand. Thank you. I want to stay at home until active labor begins, and I want to do a little bit of active laboring at home. Trad. Love it. Go on. Yes. <laughs> and for James, I wanted to do the same thing, but then I went and got an ultrasound done. They thought I had meconium, which is, wait. Yeah, when they think that the baby has like pooped inside of you. Right, right. So they were like, okay, they scheduled me for an induction. And so I wasn't able to really like be like, oh, I'm feeling like I'm in labor, you know. So I would like to like do that a little bit at home. Okay. Um, I don't want to be induced if I don't need to. Of course. Who wants to be induced? I know, but all these doctors out here these days are trying their best to get you induced so they can schedule out your labor. Well, you know, Jess's doctor, she went late and Jess's doctor tried to induce her in the morning that she went into labor six or seven hours later. And she said, no, I want to wait till like at least a few more days. And Jess is like, had I been induced this morning? I mean, it's silly. It's honestly annoying. I know. They're always pressuring moms to go get induced. And obviously, I totally understand that if you have a medical condition that they're worried about. Of course. But 
you know they're just doing it so they the doctors can schedule because it's labor can happen anytime obviously right and they can't know exactly when they're gonna have to go into the hospital to deliver the baby <laughs> are you all right i'm just having a little bit of heartburn first indigestion now heartburn <laughs> what else the same thing oh is it <laughs> you would know <laughs> i wouldn't <laughs> but ugh, yeah i don't want to be induced this time if possible how long was your labor with James again last time? I don't From remember. the time you were induced to the time you gave birth? You don't know? I think it was like 10 hours. That's I feel like that's really good, isn't it, for an induction story? Well, the weird thing was when they hooked me up on all the monitors, mm -hmm. I was already in active labor. And they said that can happen sometimes when it's like your body knows that you're going in to like have your baby. It'll just naturally start. So you were already in labor, but how, what it, then did they just give you Pitocin to like keep it moving, speed it up? Yeah, because they were like, well, your water hasn't broken yet. And we're worried because if there is meconium in your amniotic fluid, then they, the baby can aspirate on that. Or like it's just really bad for the baby to be like sitting in that, mm, I guess. Mm. So then they broke my water and gave me Pitocin and they're like, oh, you don't have any meconium. It was probably just the vernix, which is like the white stuff on them. Mm. I think that's what it's called. Um, they're like, it's probably just that that we saw on the ultrasound. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Well, at least you're already in labor. Honestly, yeah. I think I progressed more quickly because of that. Yeah. But I still got all of the induction medicine and stuff. Oh, which is annoying. <sighs> yeah. You're not going to be induced this time. I have a feeling. I think it's just going to be easy, quick, boom, boom, boom. The fact that you got induced and had a baby in 10 hours, I think she's going to fly right out of you. <laughs> well, when I started pushing, James was out in like 10 pushes. Wow. And James was seven pounds. I think she's going to be like eight pounds. Really? I don't know. I just have a feeling. Have, have you had her measurements and stuff? Is she bigger no. than James was? The last ultrasound I get was my 20-week ultrasound, and I don't get any more. Really? Isn't that whack? They cheap nowadays. They cheap. They don't want you getting in more pictures mm -mm. and looking in there. You didn't do a 3D, did you? No. Yeah, I don't remember seeing none. Um... I only want essential people in the room. So please name them. So you can say like, I don't want students in the room. Like student nurses. Oh, I <laughs> I thought you meant CC Marcus. I'm like nurse Stacy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So like, like so, I so just explain want my, that. Like, like I don't want like 50 extra nurses in there just watching. Oh, so you can request that. that. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I learned that the hard way with not to bring up the accident again, but like I had to specifically request student orthopedic surgeons to not do my leg surgery. <gasps> I am terrified that you have to ask that. Look, do you see my belly moving? Oh my She's, gosh. She um, can't wait to come out and chat. <gasps> what? I know. She's moving y'all. Um, but yeah, we just had Marcus. I just had Marcus in the room last time and I think I'll do that again. Just you and Mark. Yeah. And your mom was like, did she stay with James? Oh, will she stay with James? What's the what's the plan with James? I know. I don't know. Well, let's come up with that plan. I think Cece's the only one who's going to want him. Like, she's going to be mad if you give him to anyone else when you go into well, labor. Well, I think my mom's going to want to be at the hospital. So I was telling her, I was like, should I drop James off at Lexi's house? Mm. And then y'all can take turns coming to the hospital. So I don't know. We don't what about yet. your dad? Does he want to be at the hospital? Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. But who knows like what time, like, I don't know. We'll just play it by ear, but at least I know James 
has two different places that he can go. If you go into labor in the middle of the night too, and your parents want to be there, you can always call me and M and we can come stay with James. <gasps> True. You know? Yeah. I have a lot of people that I can yeah. call. Wow. Can't wait. It's going to be so soon. Do you think that she's going to be early on time or late? I think she's going to be like within the th- a three to four day window from your due date. If that's like a day or two early or late, I think it's like going to be right around there. I feel like she's going to come like on time for some reason. Really? I don't know. I don't really want her to come early. <gasps> Why? Just because I don't feel prepared. I still True. haven't packed my hospital bag. Which you're supposed to at what week again? 36. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I think that she'll be like on time vibes. Okay, good. But imagine if I'm like two weeks late, I, I will be immobile at that point and you won't be hearing from me. Oh gosh, if no. I really Girls that hope. go past their due date, pray for them. I know. Especially on your second. It's like, you already know what to expect. Like, let's get it over with, you know? I do definitely feel like she's dropped, like, into birthing position. Yeah, I, okay. When you came over to the okay. house this past, okay. When you came over to the house this past week, we got in the elevator. I said, whoa, Kristen, you, like, you pop." And she goes, what did you say? I was like, oh, I know. No, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> she got mad at me, and I wasn't saying, I'm like, No, what did I you think say? you said something along the lines of, you're a mammoth. No, Kristen, <laughs> shut up. I did not. I said, I literally said, whoa, you... I don't know what I said. Obviously, I said something, something like you popped. Something along the lines of, whoa, like something. Well, it, you were in that green sweater and your belly just looked like <laughs> oh, yeah. huge. And, and, but also it 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 dropped. It and that's what did. I was saying. And she was like, well, never tell a pregnant woman that. I'm like, okay, Kristen, relax. You know what I meant. I think you were like, whoa, your belly like really popped and dropped and yeah, rolled. Popped, dropped and rolled. And you didn't like that. I didn't like that. No, but, but she I, is low. I know, but I also tell tell you and told you that if you didn't see your pregnant belly, you wouldn't think you're pregnant because you look great. Thank you. And you've been working out. You've been eating healthy. You know, mm-hmm. you like when I start listing all the things. I know. I uh, do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, she's really low. She's low and she's ready to come out. She's ready to come out. Okay, what's my next thing? Yeah. What's- oh, I want delayed cord clamping. What the flip is delayed cord clamping? They clamp your um, umbilical cord okay. like, to stop the blood flow from the placenta. And I want like all the blood from the placenta to go into the baby and then clamp it. I don't understand, but let's not get into it. Okay. Yeah. And I want Marcus to cut the cord. Oh, that's He sweet. did that with James. Too. Now, do you want Marcus to catch her? Like yeah. deliver her? Marcus delivered James. He did. I thought my I thought midwife was... was like, I don't even need to be here. Your husband is literally your birthing coach. He is the most hands-on father and wants to be a part of every aspect. I love it. Like you know that you know there's some husbands that get like very nauseated and like stressed out at birth. Yeah. Like they'll literally pass out. Yeah. Marcus is the opposite. It's like, go, babe, you got this. It's like I'm on a little league team. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's sweet. It's like one, two, three, push. Okay, you got this. You got this. Marcus is a coach though. If he could, like, he coaches everyone and anything that he knows how to do, he's like happy to just show them the way. Yeah. You know? oh. And even though he's never birthed a baby, he can coach you through it. But now that he has, he is definitely gonna birth this baby too. Yeah, he's gonna put you in the field this time. Yeah. Okay. Skin to skin right away. Right away, of course. I don't want them to take them away and do all the... You missed a very important thing. What? Epidural. 
Oh, I thought that was a given. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. I will be taking the epidural. We love hard drugs during, you know, labor. <laughs> it's not even hard drugs. What is it? I don't know, but it's amazing. <laughs> and I am the biggest proponent for an epidural. I know. People ask me if it was painful. Not as painful as the contractions. You know, five to ten seconds of a painful shot to get rid of a few hours of contractions. Ding, 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 ding. Give me two. I'm all for doing it medicinally free, but I personally, I am an epidural girl. Okay, next up, (laughs) I wanted you to guess this one. Oh, gosh. Do you think... (laughs) Do you think I'm going to be encapsulating my placenta, which is where like they put it in pills? No, I do not. In smoothies? No, you will not. <laughs> no, I'm not. Good. But I do have a funny story to tell you. And you know, if anyone does that, fine. But I just didn't think you would do it. I, I, for James, okay, I delivered my placenta and then they were like, okay, like, do you have any plans for your placenta? I'm like, yeah, I would like to save it. I had no plans, but I was just like, wait, don't throw it away. I was like, maybe I will do something. This is not something you decide last minute. But I was like, yes, you can save it. And then like Uh, three hours later, they come in and they're like, your placenta needs to like go into an ice box. And like, (gasps) what's your plan? I was like, oh, just throw it away. (laughs) (laughs) Because you have to like come prepared if you want to save your placenta. But me, I was like, uh, yeah, just save it. Like I thought, what, what did I think they were going to do? Put it in a Tupperware for me? You wanted to fillet it up, put it on the grill. Oh my gosh. I'm just like, I'm so stupid. (laughs) Honestly. Well, it was your first one. How should you have known? I was just like panicking, like, uh, don't throw it away. But also, isn't it weird? Like, I feel like to say, throw my placenta away. It feels like that's a part of you that literally gave your baby life. Massive dinner plate sized organ that's so gross honestly it's beautiful so shut up okay (laughs) (laughs) i have pictures on my phone of my placenta please never show me i won't okay you don't deserve to see it good i I never want to deserve they said my placenta was beautiful and ripe what does ripe placenta mean i don't know but i'm nauseous just saying ripe so just let's move on move on next part of your birth plan chris go (laughs) dim lights oh it's all about the lighting isn't it yeah it really is like to have a cozy are you gonna bring a candle not a candle but i think i might bring like my little like night light or something (gasps) that'd be good maybe a sound machine yeah honestly like that no i definitely will bring a sound machine um and I'm going to bring snacks. Of course. I what, didn't bring snacks with me with James. What's on your snack list? Maybe some chomps. What about your chia pouches that you love? Uh, maybe some chia pouches. Good. I'm definitely going to bring some like cookies. Banana bread. Banana bread. Culver's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> uh, okay. This is what I wanted to ask you. Okay. Are you going to be bringing me some care packages in the hospital yeah yeah of course because i told emily because she brought jessa a coffee to the hospital i was like can you bring me a coffee to the hospital wow well this is what i will be doing i didn't live here when you had james i was in la still when you have the baby i vow as i if i'm in town Mm -hmm. to bring my camera take some you know first 24 hour baby shots of you guys holding the baby black and white and i'll text you before i come is this sounding good so far? Mm-hmm. And I'll say, do you guys want anything? Are you hungry? Do you want another coffee? And then you can let me know. 
And then hopefully I think of something thoughtful to also bring that I don't have to ask you about. Yeah. Bring your film camera. That'd be cozy. Okay. All right. Yeah. I was thinking, I was like, why did I get the hospital photographer? Ugh. I mean, they were cute. I'm glad we did it. But you know, you probably paid like $250 for this. For like one or two photos. Yeah. Yeah. I'll come and take as four or 500 for free. Good. Okay. What else do I have on my list? So, okay. You have the baby. Mm-hmm. You don't keep the placenta. You do skin to skin right away. Mm-hmm. This is a, okay, this is one thing I know. What? Will you give the baby a bath or wait 24 hours with the am, amniotic fluids? And am, am, what is it? The vernix. No, the, yeah, the am, how do you say it though? Amniotic. Amniotic fluids. Jessa kept the baby in her, whatever that is. For 24 hours because it's healthy, apparently, before bathing. Did you know that? Yeah, I think I waited 24 hours to bathe, James. Really? See, like, for me, I would want to bathe my baby <laughs> right away just so that they're, like, like fresh clean and, clean. and sweet. But, I mean, obviously, if But it's, it's good for them. Just think, like, they're coming out of being in warm fluid for yeah. nine months. And then they're coming out. And then imagine getting them soapy and water, and then their skin gets dry. So that's why you leave that so that it, like, keeps their skin moisturized. So you're going to do that for 24 hours, probably? Yeah, I don't have like a specific time, but I think I'm going to wait like a full day maybe. Okay. But I'm not like super, I don't have anything like super specific about it. Okay. I remember James's first bath. It was so cute because he had so much hair. So the nurse was sudsing up his little hair and he had like a tiny little newborn mohawk. Do you think she's going to have a lot of hair? I think so. Really? I don't think so. how i feel like she's gonna have with hair down my back uh, really yes i feel like james came out with a wig and you're gonna and she's gonna come out like with hair but not like him like he had a it looked fake his hair you think james had like had like specialty amounts of hair yeah it was like fine yarn (sighs) james and those curls i know where'd they go i feel like she will have hair though because i've been having heartburn anyways i don't want my baby to be taken out of the room ever no really yeah because they offer to like take your baby to the nursery if you need to get some sleep right right but i would rather just like take a shift with marcus Mm -hmm. marcus can let me sleep and he can stay up with the newborn i don't know it's just sad you always get worried are they gonna get switched at birth yeah i know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> isn't that a worry of yours i'm yeah. always worried about that. yeah 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 that would but, be kind of worrisome <coughs> oh. but actually they have these like sp- like special things that they put on the baby's ankle once it's born and it's like it cannot be taken off and Good. it tells you like whose baby it is yeah yeah oh have you seen that where there were three, it's a documentary of three triplets. Yes, that's What's it the called? saddest movie. Three identical Yeah, um, three identical twins. Three identical brothers or something. Brothers. Like it's a story of three uh, uh, triplets that were part of this, like, what what do you call it? Like, uh, I honestly don't really remember. I just remember it being the saddest documentary slash movie ever. Yeah, it was like they separated all of them and had them adopted by all three different parents. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to see each one living in a different like. Oh, they documented their their childhood. Yeah, it was it was like this whole like 
not test. What do you call that? It's experiment. Yeah. Experiment. It was like an experiment to see low income housing compared to high compared mm-hmm. to, but they're all triplets. So like, how will they turn out? Anyways, they all find each other when they're adults and find out that they were separated. Oof. The three identical that. strangers. Yes. That's what it's called. Watch it. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> in terms of breastfeeding and pumping, Oh, can't wait to hear. Uh, I don't have much to say. I'm going to try to breastfeed, but I'm also like going into it with the expectations of like, I'm not going to let my mental health plummet like I let it with James. Right. Of course. Because James had a tongue tie and a lip tie, which just made everything really complicated. And I would say breastfeeding is like my most traumatic memory of, of like life birth no not life (laughs) birth and like newborn vibes i just have a lot of trauma but i was talking to somebody and they were like i think that this is going to be a redemptive experience i do too i really do i feel like you're gonna i don't feel like obviously he had the tongue tie and the lip tie she's not going to have that and i feel like nursing is going to be something you enjoy you know i hope so i hope so too but also I got my formula on deck if I need it. Exactly. And there's no, absolutely no shame in that. And so, yeah, I'm going to try and I'm going to, I'm definitely much more educated this time around with like pumping and breastfeeding. Like I I went into it not knowing nothing. Right. First mom. I just was like. First time mom. You just put them on and there we go. Yeah. But there's so much to learn about it. So I feel like much more educated. So we'll see. I'll keep y'all updated. Uh, women are crazy. Yeah. They're amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Truly. It's like you finally give birth and there's still things to conquer. You got to breastfeed. You got to sleep. As a woman, we've always got things to conquer. Uh-huh, that's true. And as men, there's always things to conquer as well. <laughs> <laughs> Much different though. Y'all you know? do it much more violently. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Men are in. People did not like when <gasps> I said men were out. I know. I was kind of glad that people came for you with that. Ugh. I know. I'm just kidding. It was funny. Uh, I, I've I've been in less of my backlash era. Don't say era. Don't say era. It's out. <laughs> but why do you say that? I don't know. Like I just feel like that week that I talked about how much backlash I was getting, like. It ceased. It they ceased. ceased fire. Oh, good. Maybe they listened to the podcast and felt bad. Yeah. Sometimes I wor- I wonder if any haters listen to the podcast. I don't feel like it. Uh, I, I just think sweet, sweet people listen. Yeah, exactly. The sweetest. I was telling John, though, I was like, it is dangerous because when I'm sitting here recording, I don't think, oh, you know, 50,000 plus people are going to listen to this. I genuinely just think I'm talking to you. (laughs) And then I'm like, oh yeah, I forget. Many, many people are listening. Right. And right now we're just having coffee on your couch and it's just like, wait, what? And I'm just belly out and I'm just like, well, this is me. But no, I love the podcast and I just feel like it's a very wholesome side of the internet for me. Yeah, I do too. I love it. Yeah. And we're going to be, the next few weeks, we're going to try and give Chris some maternity leave. So we're going to record like three to four episodes to give her a good at least three week break. Yeah. Because that's part of your birth plan. But they're going to want me to tell my birth story. Well, we want you back as soon as you're ready. Okay. Okay. 
So if that's two days, of, hey, listen, I'll bring the equipment to the hospital. <laughs> Imagine I show up with my my camera and all the podcasts. I'll be like, all right, Chris, where should I set up? You're like, you want to start today's episode? Oh I'm my like, okay, gosh, here we go. that would be an exclusive. And then we can get my uh, my doctor to chime in. How do you think Kristen did during her birth? Yeah, today? one out of ten. <laughs> Imagine. Uh, well, is there anything else with the baby vibes? I'm just going into it with a super positive mindset. Good. I just, I think that birth can be something obviously that is very traumatic. Like there are traumatic births for sure. I feel lucky that I had a very peaceful birth with my first son. (laughs) I don't know why I didn't just say James with my firstborn. But, you know, I think just going into it with a positive mindset trying not to overthink it like you can do this you got this girl you got this i have so many people that are pregnant alongside me this i know pregnancy it's so crazy well i think you're gonna do amazing everyone's rooting you on all you podcasters i'm rooting you on prayer say a little prayer it's just before you know it she'll be here i know and i'm so excited and i really i'll i said it before and i'll say it again uh-huh this part of pregnancy makes you ready for the baby to be here. Yeah, she's coming. Because you're just, you know, you imagine having this on your body. Like, you can't. I can't imagine. No, I really can't. And I respect, you know, mm-hmm. I honor the mothers. Yes. I, you know. And every time I work out, I am just so proud of myself. Yep, as you should be. And I am. And I get a gold star every time. And every time I see you waddling in Walmart looking dead, I say, I'm By proud of her. By the end of the day, I'm I am proud. waddling. <laughs> you are full on waddling. Oh you should just join the chicken coop outside. Honestly, we don't even want to discuss the chickens. No. Is there anything you want to say about them? Let's just say we're down to three. What? <laughs> Have you been avoiding this topic the last few weeks? Everyone wants to know. Gosh, dang, you're kidding. You had like 20 hatch. Gosh, honestly, y'all need to quit. That's what I told Marcus. Three chickens (laughs) left? You're kidding. The three OG chickens still live. But the tiny black one, that was one of the OGs. Oh, she's really on my bladder right now. Okay, Um, save that for offline. Okay, I know, but that's why I'm wincing while talking about this. I'm not on the verge of tears talking about the chickens. I've lost all emotional attachment to my chicken. (gasps) Oh, canceled. Don't care. By me. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) don't care. I can't. I can't. I told Marcus, I can't love these chickens anymore because, and I tell you what, it's his fault. Here, we say lots of encouraging things about Marcus on this podcast. I'm going to slander him one time. (laughs) He wants our chickens to have a free range life. They can't. They just don't know how to protect themselves. And they just die one by one. So uh, that's why they're dying is because they're having free range. Because Marcus lets them out throughout the day because he wants them to be able to run around and eat the grass. But I told him, I'm like, we have a coop for a reason. Mm -hmm. Marcus just wants the chickens to live their best life. But I'm like, if you're letting them live their best life, it's going to be a short life. Because the foxes and the raccoons are going to get them. (sighs) Yeah. So what's your opinion on that? I, I yeah chickens live in coops well this is the other thing i have to say and well that but like y'all got chickens to have eggs have you <laughs> had one 
egg yet. Yes, but Marcus has incubated all the eggs to make more chicken. Oh my gosh. So the so purpose I of having them. I can't even enjoy my farm fresh eggs. Yeah, you ain't have no farm fresh eggs. You'll just it's, have to go to Big Bad Breakfast to get some farm fresh. You know they're using the worst eggs. Come on. Be okay, nice. Okay, <laughs> I think they're using the best. No, but Marcus is like, at least we're giving them a chance at life. I'm like, babe. No, he's incubating them to kill them, I guess. He's incubating them for them to live till they're teenagers, and then they get snatched off one by one. He just wants to have the chickens live their good life, though. He's like, I just feel so bad them being in their coop all day. Mm. I'm like, I've seen people with coops half our size, and their chickens, they have double the amount of chickens, and their chickens live, and they're fine. Mm. Do you? Th- let's all make a poll. Do you think that a chicken would rather live in a coop for 10 years? I don't know how long chickens live. Let's say five years. Okay. Or live for six months and get to walk around. Six months, honestly. Honestly. Honestly, Honestly, while I was saying that, I was like, honestly. I'm like, be in prison or have just a little bit of freedom. Or like roam in the river and all through the field. Yeah, heck. I mean, I'm with Marcus now. I just realized. Aren't you? Okay, yeah, same. (laughs) Okay, here's Uh, what I think we do. We meet in the middle. We let the chickens roam only while we're out there. A hundred percent. That would work. Yeah, I like Or like maybe only while the dogs are outside protecting them. Yeah. Deal. Okay, I'm glad we discussed that because I guess we solved a problem there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, birth plan's looking real good, Chris. Imagine if I went into labor on the podcast right now. That would be such a good title. That would be. Kristen goes into labor. Mm-hmm. Live. Live. Okay, well, guys, you can join us over on Patreon. What? What? They can? They can. What? That's exciting. Oh, that is exciting. And you will get a lot more where this came from. A lot. Including that banana bread recipe that is popping off in all of our Patreon kitchens. Do we need to post that on our Instagram too? No. John, you savage. Sorry. You you don't think we need to post it on our Instagram? Maybe at some point. If John's feeling generous. <laughs> <laughs> They're all going to come at posted. me for that. <laughs> Good. Come for his throat. Uh, and you guys can also follow us on our Instagram and at that's the point dot pod also on our tiktok that's the point underscore pod and also give us those reviews if you haven't given us a review yet it really helps our show out so we'd appreciate that said that at the beginning i know oh well yep yeah thank you guys for all of your all of your why are you doing that with your hand? I was just telling you, it's, you can wrap it up so I don't have to. <laughs> okay, I was like, <laughs> I was like, you wrap it up here. <laughs> okay, well, we love you guys. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we will see you next Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Bye.